And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, our first football episode, officially. The Pittsburgh Steelers episode, to be exact. And we are here to discuss these Pittsburgh Steelers with a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uh, We are trying to bring in as many fans as possible for some of these football episodes, and today... We brought in a second youngster, so excuse him if he talks about Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown too much, Uh, but we are here with Cam, and uh, he has joined us today, and all five of us are here, which seems to be a rare thing anymore, so uh, six of us on this episode to discuss the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, just a reminder for those of you that may not have uh, remembered, we are talking about the Mount Rushmore of all the NFL teams. So we are today going to decide on Mount Rushmore for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, each of us have um, secretly come up with our own Mount Rushmore. And uh, so the rest of us don't know. And by the end of this, we need to have a consensus Mount Rushmore. Not the, uh, we don't have to be a consensus on the order, but just who the four guys are. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Uncle Doug, who is your uh, your number four Pittsburgh Steeler? Uh, my number four is Mel Blunt. Ah, Mel Blunt. Yeah. Does anybody else in the room have Mel Blunt on their uh, on their top four? Yes. Ah, uh, Ray. Ray. All right, Ray. Do you also have him four? Or you have him somewhere else? No, I have him somewhere else. Well, where is that? That would be third. I don't like not being able to see you, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) You said third? Yeah. All right. So we have two um, Mel Blunts, a fourth and a third. So would you two like to uh, talk about Mel Blunt for a minute? Uh, Well, Mel was one of the original big corners. I think Mel was like maybe 6'3", but he could still lock people down. Uh, He is the Steeler all-time leading interceptor with... uh, 57, also had 13 fumble recoveries, five Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, of course, four Super Bowl trophies, Um, got a Defensive Player of the Year. Um, What do you think, Ray? Well, uh, I mean, I never watched him play, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, he did probably have the fourth best stats among all the guys I looked at. So that's kind of where I was at, and that why is at third. A lot, of, a lot of the stuff I read, they said that they had to change rules in the NFL because he was the most physical cornerback in NFL history. I saw that as well. He was, yeah. he was just, he'd just beat the shit out of you pretty much. <laughs> yep. And him and like the the Raiders had a couple of defensive backs that were similar, and they just ruled the NFL with their defenses and their their defensive backs, and they. Some of the rule changes that we have today in today's NFL and the Pat's Happy League, <coughs> a lot of those changes were made or started with Mel Blunt. They had to change it because he's just throwing bitches around. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go back and watch some of those highlights, it was like, I'm just going to tackle you at the line of scrimmage so that you can't run down the field to try and catch pass. Well, being on, on top of being big and strong, he was a tremendous athlete on oh, top of it. Oh, he was. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't just him bullying people. He was actually a great cover corner on top of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just just a rare combination. So I think from the sounds of things that, you know, he was at least considered on your list, Wade, right? Yeah, he's probably my, uh, him and another guy are right outside my top four. I was debating on like six guys mainly. He was in my top six. 
Yeah, I would say that I think he came in probably the, f- the fifth spot for me. Um, I, c- I debated back and forth between him and my number four. I didn't want to yeah. get a bunch of the same guys that uh, play the similar position. I yeah, wanted to I try agree. and spread it out. Me too. Didn't quite work as well as I wanted, but I couldn't, you know, you get the point. I feel you. Yeah, so he was my number five. I <coughs> debated with him and four on whether to put him in or not. Uh, All right. Well, does anybody else have anything on Mel Blunt before we move on? No, nope, I'm good. All right, Wade, who is your number four? Number four is Rod Woodson. Well, Rod Woodson is also my number four. There we go. Anybody else? No. Yep, I got yeah. Rod on my list, There we too. go. All yeah. right. Rod's three Rod. on mine. He's three on mine as well. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Cam, no Rod Woodson love? Not for me, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there I well, like our Steelers defense. Yeah. Well, I mean, dear Lord. <laughs> their defenders yeah, are Yeah, when I was looking at their defense, I'm like, each one of them's got their own defense player of the year. It's insane. Like, like and now he, he wasn't on the 70s Steelers that most everyone thinks of. He was, what, mainly 90s, correct? Early yeah. 2000s? Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. the reason he's number four on my list and not a little higher because he did leave the Steelers and won a Super Bowl somewhere else. That's exactly why I moved him down my list, too. But I feel like if a lot of people that are – big football historians or whatever, if he made like a top five defensive back list of all time, Rod Woodson would probably make some lists. He's, I'm not saying he's a guaranteed top five defensive back, but he's in the conversation. He's one of the greatest defensive backs just ever. Um, also ran kicks back, punts back. He's yeah. got a couple touchdowns yeah. on each one of those. And he has some crazy stats. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just number four just because he left and had a, a lot of success with the Ravens as well. So, didn't he go? Yeah, didn't he go. He, he was on that 2000s Ravens defense yeah, that set a bunch Ray of records. Lewis, Ed Reed. Yeah, he got a, he well, got a championship there, yeah. there. He wasn't yeah. there yet. That was, like, young Ray Lewis. Like, yeah, Ray Lewis, was like, his third year in the league or something. Yeah, that was the first championship that Ray Lewis won. Reed was on Reed the second one. He was in the second one, yes. Yeah. With Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco better <laughs> uh, okay, so Rob Woodson was like the fastest guy in the NFL for a few years. He came in the league running a 4-3, like a low 4-3. He was really fast. And then I can't remember what year it was, middle of the 90s somewhere, um, he got his cleats caught in the AstroTurf, and a guy bent his knee backwards and tore his oh. knee up. And he came back, and he didn't have that blazing speed anymore. And they, and that's then the, the Ravens switched him over to safety and he was like a ro- rangy safety for him. He just didn't have that blinding speed in the cuts quite so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But he's he's third all time in NFL history in interceptions. Uh, was seventy one? I thought it was seventy something. He had like yeah. Well, he was a. I mean, when he moved to safety, he was very good at it. Correct. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he put up like all pro or at least Pro Bowl seasons as an old man with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he was there for the Super Bowl. I know that. The year they won the Super Bowl, he had 77 tackles, four interceptions. Um, yeah, no no sacks or anything, but yeah. yeah, 77 tackles and four interceptions. That's a pretty nice year for for, for a safety. safety. An older safety on top of that. Oh, an older safety, but you know, then you have guys that that front was so freaking dominant. It's not like Woodson was coming downhill and getting a lot of box tackles. No. By you know, stats wise, them and the '85 Bears are the two greatest defenses ever. As mm-hmm. far as stuffing the run and allowing total yards and points, right? They allowed like twelve points a game. But S- stupid. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, <coughs> he's got a defensive player of the year. He is on. He's a member of the All '90s team. Um, he's like I said, third all-time in interceptions for his career, um, which he returned twelve of them for touchdowns. That's pretty in- intense. Yeah. 
And uh, but like Wade said, only the first ten years of his career were in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then he played like what five or six with other teams. One, two, three, seven total. Seven. He played one year in San Francisco, four in Baltimore, and two in Oakland. I forgot about Oakland. Yeah. I mean, his first year in Oakland at 37 years old, he had 82 tackles. That's pretty good for a safety. And eight interceptions. Damn. Oh, wow. Very good. All right. <laughs> he must have been testing him at his old age. He <laughs> took, and, he <laughs> took, and he took two of them back for touchdowns. Hmm. Must have been on that Hopkins diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is that everybody that had Rod Woodson? I think so. Yeah. The three of us. Uh, or did you have him too, Uncle Doug? Yeah. All right. Did you have anything to add? All right. Sorry. So, uh, who who has a number four left? Cam, is that you, bud? I do, I do too. Oh, you have your number four. Oh, yeah, you had Rod right at three, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. All right, so, Drew, who's your number four? Troy Palomalu. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. Uh, anybody else have Troy Palomalu? I do. He's I also well my too. number I four. I have Troy Palomalu. Yeah. Yeah. He's my I'm number three. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot two, I forgot two <laughs> defensive backs. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> He's my second defensive back. That's why I didn't put Mel Blunt on. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, I got Palomalu at three. Right. I also have him at three. I'm okay. at two. You have him at two? Two. Palomalo is my fourth. Four? All right. All right, so, uh, Drew, what you, what you got to say about old Palomalo? Oh, well, he's probably the only guy on the list that I got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's Palomalo probably. was all over the field. You could never mess him with his hair flowing mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I think when he played the Titans, I remember he, like, jumped over the line to get the sack on the goal line. I always remember that play. Um, he won two Super Bowls with the Steelers. Those, the one early with Big Ben, and then that one later on when they played the Cardinals. So mm-hmm. he's got a Defense Player of the Year. So I think I think he deserves to be one of the top four. With yeah, Cam, you got anything to add? Um, yeah, I mean he didn't really have a weakness. I think he could crash on the ball. He could cover. I mean, I can always remember that one play on YouTube. I always used to watch with, in, in the snow. He had a diving one-handed catch for an interception. And uh, mm-hmm. returned it, I think, 20 or 30 yards. But, uh, yeah, he was an eight-time Pro Bowler, Hall of Fame class of 2020. And that's about one of the only two guys on my list that I actually got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's probably the case for all of us, that maybe Uncle Doug. Yeah, I've watched <laughs> all the guys on my list. Oh, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got to watch Rod Woodson. Yeah. Ah, I guess, yeah. You did. I mean, I would have been really, really young. <laughs> but I mean, I, I remember old. watching the 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 Cowboys Steelers Super Bowl where Neil O'Donnell just um, like back to back plays through the ball to the wrong team uh-huh. like and there's nobody else in the picture. Um I was like what, ninety five, Uncle Doug? Yeah, so I was three. Or not even probably not even three yet. You were probably throwing phone footballs at the T V. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, you got anything to add on old Palomalo? Uh it came it came down to Palomalo and uh Rod Woodson for me. And I think but the similar stats, uh, Palomalu staying in uh, Pittsburgh his whole career gave him a little leg up, and that's why he's in my fourth spot. All right. Well, the only thing I will uh, add to old Palomalu here that hasn't been mentioned is uh, he is also a member of the All-2000s team. Um, mm-hmm. he, got, he got the nod there. But he is a complete safety. You know, I think Cam kind of touched on it there a minute ago. Um, he's got, like, 32 career interceptions. He's got 12 and a half career sacks, uh, like almost 800 tackles. Like, he, you know, he's he's just all over the place. You know, like Drew said, you know, he's he's all over doing a little bit of everything, helping in run support. He's, you know, playing center field. He's 
blitzing the quarterback just everywhere all over the field and, I, and I, maybe maybe part of the, me having him on my list is the fact that like I liked watching him play because he was so exciting when I was a kid watching him play so um, that's all I got though anybody else Wade um, probably the two things that stick out with me with Palomalu were one the, probably the coolest thing ever was getting to watch him and Ed Reed play at the same time you could probably make a conversation mm-hmm. it might be the two greatest safeties ever probably throw maybe like Ronnie Lott in there maybe but um and they played at the same exact time which was pretty crazy same division so yeah they played twice a year in the regular season they met but I don't remember how many times they met in the playoffs but it doesn't matter but so having both of them play at the same time on rival teams was pretty badass and two um I I always thought Paul Miller's greatest strength was he could read what the offense was going to do and then uh, Dick LeBeau, the defensive coordinator, would give him free reign to do whatever he wanted. They'd let him run up to the line and rush the quarterback if he read something or drop back or they let him do stuff on special teams or on goal line stands. They'd let him jump the pile if he read it right. Like He had a keen sense of being able to read what the offense and the quarterback was going to do, and then he read it and usually broke that shit up in the backfield. That was a great way to put it, Wade. I like that. So do we have any number fours left? Does anybody have a number four we haven't discussed? Oh, Cam, nope. you got a number four. What you got, bud? Kind of biased, and then also my uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it's other right. person I uh, also got to grow up watching, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I was oh. waiting for Roethlisberger <laughs> to show up at some point. Well, I do not have Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I don't. I do not either. Yeah, sorry. But to back you up, I, when I was reading a lot of lists and stuff, he made – some people had him as high as two on some of the lists I read. Yeah, he does so make a lot of lists. Lots of people agree with you. Well, I will say this. If I was going to put a Steelers quarterback on my list, it would have been Roethlisberger. Yeah. It was definitely I, between him or uh, Terry Bradshaw. Well, yeah. It was just a toss-up yeah. that I didn't. Yeah. Wow. I grew up watching Ben Roethlisberger, and I didn't get to watch <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, so that was my yeah. deciding well, decision. Old, old Terry. He's. <laughs> how do you say this? <laughs> Maybe... I don't know. We'll get that later. <laughs> but Big Ben is like top ten all time in yards and touchdowns and has a bunch of Pro Bowls and he'll be a Hall of Famer. Don't take the man's argument, Wade. I was just trying to get him to boost up because no one else had him. So I was trying to support him. What you got for Roethlisberger? Uh, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is the youngest quarterback to ever start and win a Super Bowl. Um, when he was, I guess, he led the Steelers to the title in 2006 at just 23 years old. Um, Oh, what I want. In his time on the team, the Steelers reached uh, the postseason 11 times without a uh, single losing season, which I think that set a standard in Pittsburgh. Of they're, I mean, they're not there to lose; they're there to win. But uh, um, Roethlisberger finished his career with just around 5,500 passing completions and about 65,000 passing yards over 418 touchdowns, two Super Bowls, and 165 wins in 18 seasons. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I put him up there. Fair enough. I knew – I figured we'd get both quarterbacks to talk about today, honestly. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't heard Bradshaw's name yet, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear it in a minute. No. On a lot of those lists I looked up, that they like to swap Bradshaw. Some of them will have Roethlisberger real high, and then you'll read the next one, and it'll be Bradshaw like number two. They like to switch them back and forth. Mm-hmm. but. All right, so that that means nobody has a number four left, correct? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, so does anybody have a number three left? No. 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 Yes. Cam, Cam again. again. 
Uh, Franco Harris, running back. Franco Harris. I do not have Frank. I do. Uh, ah, Ray, Ray does. does. Ray, go. where you got him at? Number one. Oh! Wow! Oh, wow! I'm stunned. Immaculate reception. There you go. All right. Well, what do you guys got to say about old Franco? Um, I guess yeah. He was a four-time Super Bowl champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro, Hall of Fame class of 1990. Uh, I was reading on the internet, he is uh, leads the league, or not leads the league, but was ranked, I think, 15th or 17th in all-time rushing yards in the NFL. Um, he's the franchise leader for the Steelers with uh, 2,881 uh, carries, and then also the franchise leader in rushing yards with just under 12,000 yards, and uh, has he scored 91 touchdowns in his time with the Steelers, so... All right, Ray, you got anything to add to that? Uh, I also went in and I looked at the the decades like we did with the basketball stuff and the strength of the league. Well, that was pretty tough defense back in the day, just getting beat fucked down <laughs> to, the, to the dirt. So with that said, with him getting all the yards and, you know, the the AP Rookie of the Year and the Super Bowl MVP, I mean, I had to throw him up top. I mean, leading – leading rusher for a franchise in 72 to 83 that was a rough time to be a uh, running back so i had to throw him up a one yeah he's also on the all 70s team so i mean a lot of all decade team guys for these pits in pittsburgh when you win four super bowls in one decade Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 they were killer yeah, they were monsters. Well, I will say, you know, I left him off my list, but Franco did get some consideration for my list. I, you know, he was he like, you know, he's their all-time leading rusher. I looked at him and Bettis both, you know, but I didn't, I just didn't end up adding either one of them to my list. Same here. I, I researched him and Bettis and compared them, but just all the defenders just drew me in. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. help myself. I have an offensive player on my list. <laughs> I no. do not. I don't <laughs> either. I don't either. <laughs> I have an odd defense. But I, and I, when I compared Franco and the bus, I do like the bus a lot. But I did come out kind of thinking Franco was a little bit, I would have put him higher than, than Bettis. Yeah, I agree. The reasons why were, like Ray said, I would say the well, it's just true. The 70s and 80s, you, people could murder you on the field. That's just the truth. And he still had a higher yards per carry average than Jerome Bettis. And Jerome Bettis was a complete no factor in the past game. And Franco Harris was a quality pass catcher in an era where running backs weren't really used in the past game. But you could dump it off to Franco Harris when you couldn't dump it off of Jerome Bettis. Um, and Franco Harris won four Super Bowls. So. It's, hard, it's hard to get away from the four Super Bowls. Like, yeah, it is. It, it, yeah. So, Especially then, when you're doing something that really dominated for the team. Like, I'm not trying to bash on Bradshaw, but, like, the passing game was not why they were winning the Super Bowls. No, the 70s, you won with defense and power football. Yes. That's how you yeah. won football games. I agree. All right, anything else to add on old Franco Harris? All right, so is that all of our number threes? Yes. Yeah. yes. So does anybody have a number two that has not been said? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do as I do. well. Um, we haven't gone to Ray first. So Ray? Okay, my number two is Jack Ham. Okay. I do not have Jack Ham. I don't either. I don't either. I do. <laughs> he is my number two. Oh, look at you guys. Yeah. Well, what do you guys have to say about old Jack Ham? Go ahead and go, Ray. Uh, 
Same as uh, Franco, 71-82, rough years, uh, four-time Super Bowl champ, 32 interceptions, 25 sacks, uh, touchdown. I mean, that that's pretty good shit for, <laughs> you know, that rough era. And and the Pro Bowl, eight-time and six-time All-Pro, I mean, yeah, for, bein for being crazy. a defensive, you know, like piece of work here. I mean, I couldn't leave him off my list. He he made the all seventies team. Just <laughs> in case anybody was not wondering, I put him as high as number two. Is I have a big. I'll get the simple stuff out of the way first. He uh, I mean he's one of the greatest outside linebackers ever. That's just all there is to it. Um, he's one of the best players on one of the greatest teams ever. He's one of the most versatile outside linebackers, if not the most versatile outside linebacker of all time, with his ability to be great in coverage, rush the passer, and jam up the run. And he's better than Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert is more popular and was more of a leader and scared people, but Ham was more athletic and more versatile than Lambert in almost everything I read. And then I watched stuff, and he looks more athletic on the field and moves better than Jack Lambert. But Jack Lambert is more popular, and I think that's why Jack Lambert gets the bump on him. So I went with the better player over the more iconic player. I don't think what you just said is controversial. Like, I think that's what Jack Ham is known for, is he was one of the first athletic linebackers. Right. Yeah. Um, he was able to, you know, run sideline to sideline and, you know, play guys in coverage and do do certain things. And that wasn't, you know, Lambert wasn't even asked to do those things. Lambert's job was to you know, line up behind Mean Joe Green and tackle the guy that came through the gap. Yeah. Well, Jack Lambert, I mean, he was an all-time great linebacker, so I'm sure he's going to make a list here in a second. He's going to pop up here in a minute. Yeah, he will. And yeah, he's coming. And, and I was, <laughs> and I made up my mind I was going to choose one linebacker, and I went with Ham because I thought he was better, but I will admit Lambert is a more popular, more iconic player than Ham was. Um, more people know who he is. Um, he was a more intimidating player than him. You know, he doesn't have fucking teeth. <laughs> he just sits there, <laughs> stares at you from across the line. He has iconic moments that make you know all those NFL classic films where the the one guy, the one of the Cowboys player in the Super Bowl, tries to mess with the Steelers kicker, and Jack Lambert comes up and body slams him. Yep. One of the most iconic football moments of all time. And Jack Lambert was the leader with Mean Joe Green of the entire defense. Mm -hmm. So there are a bunch of pluses for Lambert, but I thought Ham was a actual better football player, so I went with Ham. And okay. I think he just needs some recognition because he doesn't get talked about. Agreed. Fair enough. You got anything to add, Ray? No, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, who else has a number two left? Are we getting Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> Lambert's <laughs> coming in hot. Lambert. <laughs> Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> Lambert's my number two. Yeah, Lambert's my number two. Uh, I'm like you, Wade. I, I love both of them. I went back and forth between the two. But I wanted to go with one linebacker because yep. I really like the D-backs, so I ended up going with two of them. Same here. Same here. Um, but I, I'm not – I wouldn't argue either way. Um, I agree that, that Ham was probably the more th mo more athletic. Um, Lambert just came in. Nobody thought he was going to be That's all true. that. They said he was and too then, small. Yeah, they all said he was too small. But mm -hmm. he has such a big heart that he just – you know, that toothless grin. <laughs> <laughs> he was mean. He was I went mean. with the crazy middle linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. as, as far as uh, uh, accolades go, he, like, 
mops up. He's a two-time defensive player of the year, yeah. Oh, yeah. De- defensive rookie of the year. He made the All-70s team and the All-80s team. Um, you know, he's nine-time Pro Bowler. Like, he's got a lot of accolades. Mm. And th- oh, yeah. Um, he does have 23 and a half sacks and 28 interceptions. Some of that sack stuff for yeah. him and Lambert both, during their whole careers, they weren't necessarily tracking sacks. It wasn't until uh, 82. I think they probably both had a lot more sacks than that, but I don't think they, you know, tracked all that early on. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to see tackles. I know, me too. But yeah. you can't, they didn't track tackles then. Yeah. So you can't even yeah. see their tackle numbers. Why, why would they not track tackles? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> sacks really don't and know. tackles for loss, I understand, but why not just regular yeah, tackles? Yeah, Drew said something about, ta- where do I look up tackles for loss? I'm like, yeah, I, no, they didn't. I think it was Joe Green's final season they started doing uh, sacks. I think they started, like, counting sacks his final season. Yeah. Because hmm. I tried looking up all like the that. stats, and it like, n- nothing. Right, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it, well, the tackles really bothered me yeah. doing this whole thing because we're looking at so many players from the 70s team and, like, none of them have tackles, you know. And I'm like, okay, you know, Palomalo has almost 800 tackles. But I, all the guys I'm comparing him to, I don't know how many tackles they have. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, okay, well, that doesn't do me any good. So now not only did you make the 70s guys the re- stats irrelevant, you made the 90s and 2000 guys stats irrelevant because I have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just comparing Woodson and Palomalu and then, or you know, and the rest of the guys I don't have anything to compare it to. One of the biggest conversations ever, um, Uncle Doug might know this being a Rams fan. I'm sure he does. Lots of people would tell you the all-time sack leader is Deacon Jones. Right. Deacon Jones is should be by far the all-time sacks leader, but we don't know because right. he they does. Didn't keep track. They didn't keep track of it. Well, he would literally slap the tackles hit. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever watched the yeah. highlights of just slapping slap those guys? People's helmet turn completely oh, sideways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deacon Jones was an animal. All right. He, well, he invented the term sack, correct? I think so. Yeah. Deacon Jones invented the term sack, mm-hmm. and they and people didn't even yeah. He had to make it up so people keep keep track of it later. They didn't keep track <laughs> of it. Yeah. yeah. So does anybody else have a number two left? No. Mm-mm. I do. Oh, boy. Um, which one? I have Mike Webster. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Okay. Um, many consider him the greatest center of all time. He is on the all-70s team and all on the all-80s team. He is the guy that was blocking for Franco Harris to, to rush all those yards. Um, <clears throat> he's a four-time Super Bowl champ like many of these other guys. Um he, like I said, made the all 70s and 80s teams. Um, he played for 17 years as an offensive lineman. That is crazy. And the 70s and 80s. That's, That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's a nine-time Pro Bowler. Um, not a whole lot of stats to come out of being an offensive lineman. But I thought Mike Webster at least deserved to have a conversation today because, you know, the Super Bowls, you know, the – the team was winning because of a of a ground and pound run game between Franco Harris and Rocky Blair and those guys and Mike Webster's the one of the guys that was blocking for them and and keeping Bradshaw upright as well I suppose and then he went on to you know be a great center for you know the decade after those guys were gone so yeah yeah I considered him too he's on one of the ones that I my top ten I guess you'd say I got a question for you Alberta yeah what's up who do you think's better, Webster or Alan Fanica? I know I, I went back and forth between the two of them. Alan Fanica is considered to be one of the greatest offensive linemen ever, too. Yes, he is. Um, th- but the reason I went with Webster over mm. 
Fanica is time spent with the Steelers. Because mm, Fanica ends enough. up spending a bunch of time with the Jets. Yeah, there uh, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Webster leaves too, but only for the last two years. He plays 15 seasons in Pittsburgh. Mm, yeah. You know, so. Um, but, yeah, I, d- I did consider Fanica as well. Yeah. I I had kind of forgotten about him, to be honest. And then I, when I got to doing some research, I was like, oh, I, I completely forgot about this guy. Because he was there for the early 2000 Steelers um, when they were monsters and then was he there for the first big ben super bowl i believe i believe he was i don't remember if he's there for the second he might have been i don't quite remember um i know he's there i'm pretty sure he's there for at least the first one he might have been there for the second one well i will say this guys um my number one hasn't been mentioned today so i'm gonna assume he's a lot of number ones yeah i'm pretty sure he's my number one (laughs) he's my number one yeah um so i'm gonna guess mean joe green yep yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ray, you got Mean Joe Green? I do not. No. Ray, Ray's list is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, do you have a guy we don't have, Ray? No, I already said on mine. Oh, you're done. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, what, Blunt, yeah. Alamalu, Franco Harris, and who? Uh, Ham. Oh, oh Johnny. Oh, so, who was your number one, Ray? Uh, Franco. Oh, Franco. Yeah, you said that earlier. My bad. Pay attention, Alex. God dang. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, Mean Joe Green, you know, uh, defensive defensive tackle for four championships. <laughs> uh, Good start. <laughs> yeah, great yeah. start. Played 13 years in the league, 10 of which he made the Pro Bowl. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, leader of the Steel Curtain defense. He's also a two-time defensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, according to Pro Football Reference, he has 77 and a half sacks. Um <clears throat> and that's while lining up inside, which is kind in, of kind in of an insane. era where they didn't throw the ball very much. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And he only missed nine games during his career. I like to know his tackles for loss. Yeah, well, they said I, his main thing was catching running backs in the backfield. Yeah. It was like constant. But we don't know. <laughs> I think the the best thing to s- summarize, Mean Joe Green. We're talking about all these guys and how they're one of the greatest Steelers ever. Mean Joe Green might be the best player of his generation. Like yeah, just not just a stealer, just just period. Like he might have been the most dominant player of the seventies, and he was on the most successful team of the seventies, and was their best player and their leader. He was kind of iconic outside of football because he had maybe the most famous commercial anyone ever seen at that point. Yeah, I was with the Coca Cola Coca-Cola commercial yeah. or whatever. So everything I read said like, you know, his nickname was you know Mean Joe Green, but like. Everything I read said he was like just the nicest guy. Like, Did you it, watch the documentary they came out with him. It was I don't know, a few years ago. I think it was ESPN. I don't think I don't think I did watch it. Yeah, I mean, he's just an animal on the field, and he was mean. Like you remember? Okay, Uncle Doug probably knows the the seventies and eighties Raiders, how dirty they were and how oh, nasty yeah. they were. Yeah, there was only like one person they didn't fuck with. It was Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green would pummel them into the dirt. And that like they have like some audio of him, and he's I can't repeat the things he says. Like, <laughs> he is pummeling people in the dirt, and then all you hear is bleep 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 bleep, and him pointing at them, stomping on their face masks, stomping on their arms and legs. <laughs> like he is just beating the shit out of these people, <laughs> tackling them for a three yard loss, and then just literally stomping on them and just screaming at them, like he was an animal, absolute animal. Just it was crazy. 
But one question I had, and, and maybe I just missed it. Okay, the, the four Super Bowls that we talked about a lot during the 70s. Okay, Bradshaw was Super Bowl MVP twice. Yeah. Um, Franco got one of those. Yes. Who was the fourth one? Swan. Swan got one. Oh, okay. Swan. I forgot yeah, about it. Was that the one against the Cowboys where he made the couple crazy of catch. the crazy catches? So. I, yeah. Yeah. I said it really fast off the top of my head. Now I'm doubting myself now, that, but I'm going to make sure. Super Bowl MVP, yeah, Lynn Swan. Yeah, okay. I was right. I was trying to think who got the fourth one. It's Super Bowl ten, so which I don't know what. Yeah, I don't remember. I which. don't know the order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of us brought up any wide receivers, but the Steelers are known for have drafting phenomenal Hall of Fame receivers. Well, let me ask this question: um, If you were going to put a receiver on your list, which one would you have put? Heinz Ward. Mine would yes. have been Heinz uh, Ward. Yeah, I'd yes. have to agree. I mean, I watched Swan and Stallworth, but yes. Heinz Ward was different. Heinz well, Ward is a phenomenal blocker on top of a yeah. receiver, mm-hmm. which fit perfectly for what the Steelers did. Here's here's the thing with with Swan. Swan made some really big catches in the playoffs, so he's remembered a lot greater than he was. Um, but Stallworth was hands down one of the best receivers in football yeah. during that time, and he doesn't even get the recognition one of his teammates that was lesser than him gets. Because, like you said, Swan had a great famous catch against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He has a famous catch against the Raiders. You know, like these big acrobatic catches up over somebody. But uh, Stallworth was the guy that they fed the ball to when it was important right. and it was go-to time. Uh, I mean... You know, Lynn Swan's a, a three-time Pro Bowler. It's not like he's out there with ten Pro Bowls like mm. some you know some of these other guys were talking about. Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. <laughs> well, guys, unless I forgot somebody, we have nine guys for four spots. So I'm gonna make sure I got everybody. I got Joe Green, Mike Webster, Troy Palomalu, Rod Woodson, Mel Blount, Ben Roethlisberger, Franco Harris, Jack Ham, and Jack Lambert. Did I forget anybody? No, I think we're good. So nobody had Bradshaw. No. no. I'm, a- I'm actually really surprised. I thought we'd have both quarterbacks to talk about yeah. today. I thought about Bradshaw, but uh, yeah. I just couldn't get past the defense. No. I mean, when you think Steelers, that's what you think. Defense and power running. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're just mm-hmm. – their defense has always been so strong. I don't think they ever won a Super Bowl without, like, a top-five defense. Even the Roethlisberger ones against Seattle and Arizona, they had top-five defenses. Oh, yeah. Like, they were – Especially that one against uh, Washington. Well, I mean, they're both great. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I did kind of look into James Harrison because James Harrison mm-hmm. was a freak. But he just kind of had a short window. That was the biggest thing with him. A lot of those linebackers did. They, you know, this, this, you know, this is another thing. They're a line. Excuse me, a linebacker factory. You know, but a lot of these guys leave and go elsewhere and have no careers. Well, like James Harrison, like, I don't think, was a starter until he was almost 30 years old. Yeah. Mm. He had this weird start to his career where he didn't even make football teams, and then mm. he finally stuck on with the Steelers. And then you mm. have guys like Greg Lloyd and LeVon Kirkland. Mm. And Joey Kev- Porter. Joey Porter and Kevin Green and all these guys. But Ooh, I just Green. couldn't get over the fact, I don't know if I can put any of those guys ahead of Hammond Lambert. Yeah. Kevin Green, I do think, is isn't he one of the all-time sack leaders? But he played quite a few years with the Rams first. And, yeah. and he played in Carolina afterwards. And Carolina, too. Yeah. 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 I want to say he's like super high on the sack list. I think he is. Like third or fourth. Well, we can figure this out but real quick. Listen, I'm, I could be thinking the wrong guy, but I think, I, I think it's him. Ba- like I said, he bounced around. Yeah. Because he was there with Lloyd, right, like the 90s? Yeah, he was. Um, he has 160 sacks. Oh, daddy. 
I don't know where that places them all time, but that's got to be top five or six. Third. Oh, I was right. I said third or fourth by half a sack. Over over who? Pepper, Jarrell Peppers. Oh. Oh. So who's one and two? Bruce Smith's one with 200 and Reggie White's second with 198. Oh, I would have guessed the other way around. <laughs> I remember when Smith passed White. That's why I, I knew that because I was bummed. I always thought Reggie White was the greatest defensive end ever. Reggie White was awesome. He's another, he's another guy that just whapped guys upside the head. Right. <laughs> I've uh, heard a bunch of stories about his freakish strength. Like just, mm-hmm. just, just unreal. Just well, he would he would whack you upside the head, and then like just take one hand and put it in the middle of your chest, and just drive you back into the quarterback. <laughs> that, that 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 was his move. Like it was whack you and bull rush you with one arm, and then grab the quarterback with the other arm and throw him on the ground. He didn't even tackle him; he just grabbed him and threw him. It's like so strong. Anyway, that's not a stealer. Um, so guys, we have to narrow nine guys down to four. <laughs> oh Jesus! Can we agree, Mean Joe Green is on it? Ray. Ray? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> give us give us I the mean, number one. He is the face of the Steelers here for a while, but his stats <laughs> <laughs> But his stats aren't really there, guys. His stats aren't there. What stats are these? <laughs> the ones that weren't counted for because they didn't yeah. keep, <laughs> they didn't keep track of like yeah. fumbles or tackles or because anything. Because I remember about, you know, thirteen oh, mu- thirteen Jesus. months ago when we started this experiment here. Uh, somebody <laughs> argued with me about tangibility of numbers on a piece of paper, <laughs> and I got totally shut down. Uh. And now we're going reverse order here, where the lack of stats still <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is uh, somehow a tangible. <laughs> going back to Charles Oakley. <laughs> so, <I'll> <laughs> well, um, what I, I all I'm asking is what lack of stats you're talking about? The ones that aren't on my paper, like. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Mean Joe Green, one interception. <laughs> he's a <laughs> defensive tackle. So? Want? You don't ask Aaron Donald to get you a pick every game. Well, I mean, he could step the F up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. You said one interception. Yeah, one interception. <laughs> the rest Way to go, Mean Joe Green. Oh. Let's see. No touchdowns. Way to go, bro. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> you know, at least Mel, at least Mel Blunt's got two. Jack Ham's got one. You can't put up one touchdown. What the hell? <laughs> oh God. So if you guys want to wrap up Brown, we'll finish this up later. We can go different players. I thought I thought I thought the ridiculousness was over once we got rid of Charles Oakley. <laughs> this guy is talking about touchdowns and interceptions with a defensive tackle. You're damn right. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we can't all agree that Joe Green's on the list, so let's <laughs> let's move on. Um, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Is there anybody that we can all ag- agree to get rid of other than Ray? Oh, like my whole list or what? No, I mean get rid of you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 Damn. Oh, and by the way, guys, um, the uh, Golden State Mavericks uh, Western Conference Finals Game 1 is coming on, and we have it on in the background. So as usual, if you hear some uh, start talking about a basketball game or some weird pauses, we apologize, but we do have the game on. Well, Looney is starting. I just. Oh, he is? Yeah. <clears throat> that answers that question <sighs> we had earlier. Hmm. Okay. Who so, are, so was Poole not starting then? Um, I didn't. I, all I saw was just Looney at the end, so I'm guessing Poole's not. 
Because that when pool, mm. yeah, when pool was starting, Looney wasn't early. I mean, I got they don't have to, I guess. But uh. well, who all wasn't only one person that had Troy Palomalu. Well, I'll say is that, are there any players that we all have? Yeah, we could do it that way. I don't think so. I don't think so. There's, That's why there's a, a couple of us that have like four four of us that have. Well, all no. of us had Joe Green except for Ray. I think that's the closest we got. Right. Well, all of you had Troy Palomalu except me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So should we should we go Green and Palomalu? I I could I could give up. <laughs> yeah, I've got two corners and he's a safety. I could drop one of the guys. Okay, hold on, hold I on. Can, I could go Troy Paul. Okay. He was in the conversation, so hold on, hold on. Before we start deleting <laughs> players, let's see if we can agree to some rules. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Do we want to repeat positions? I I mean in think so. some I scenarios think we're gonna have this to This is me teams. saying right now. The Chicago Bears are going to have more than one middle linebacker. And the Colts yeah, are going to have more than one quarterback. Yeah, I know. Just right now. Oh, right now? With the Steelers. Are we, are, like, we have multiple linebackers. We have multiple defensive backs. How about no more uh, than two? Because no more than two. It's going to, I mean, we talked about, what, three or four defensive backs? Mm-hmm. Blount, yeah. Woodson, Palomalu. We yeah, talked about... So Two different linebackers. Two linebackers, yeah. An offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, a quarterback, and a running back. Yep. So we're going to have to probably end up with at least two of something, I would imagine. Yeah. So what we're saying is is we have to delete a defensive back. Out of Mm. the conversation. Yes. So out of Woodson, Palomalu, and Blount, we have to get rid of one. All right. Woodson. Ray, your opinion doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Not again. Honestly, here's the thing. I would say Woodson's the best of the three, but he's the one that left and that played other true. places. Yeah. That is true. I yeah. still think we need to keep I don't even think you're right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I agree with you, Wade. I do think Rod Woodson, as far as just – the player and the career, I think he is the best. Yes, but he's also the but only one that left out of the three. Yes, he, right. you know, so he I has. I don't know how to go about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, how many more years did the other two play? Okay, in Pittsburgh? well, Blunt and Palomalu both contributed to Super Bowl teams. Mm-hmm. Watson didn't. Watson so has a Super Bowl. It's not in Pittsburgh. That's what I'm saying to the team <laughs> yeah. that yeah. we're talking right. about. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Watson um, can come up in an episode or two. And, uh, Watson played 10 years in Pittsburgh, Palomalu played 12 years in Pittsburgh. And I think Blount played 13 years in Pittsburgh. Mm. <sighs> but I don't really just want to push him off because I think he's better than yeah, that. Yeah, he's better than both of them. But is he the best stealer? No, no, that is the question. Yeah, because I, he might be a okay. better player, but he might not be the better Ooh, stealer. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point, Ray. And that is the point of this thing here, the Mount Rushmore of the Stealers. Not All right, Ray finally said something intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Alex. <laughs> Ray's back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I'm uh, trying to fight for the Premier League. <laughs> um, mm, damn, that guys. doesn't necessarily change it, though. I mean, I don't... I mean, they only... Well, I don't know. He only played just two more, three more years than he did with the Steelers. I mean, I don't know. 
Now, how much do we want to, I mean, we're talking about defensive backs here, but at the same time, how much do we want to weigh Super Bowls? Yeah, this is the biggest team sport we have. So, I mean, while you can all obviously contribute, you know, yeah, lots of other factors have to go into it for your team to be good, not just you. Unlike Mel, basketball. Did Mel Blount win a defensive player of the year, Uncle Doug? He did. Mm, he did. So they all three have a defensive Jesus player of the year. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're making no progress. They all three are made a decade team. Yeah. Okay. What is the all time Pittsburgh interception leader? That's true. I mean, Woodson I think he has more interceptions. Yes. But not with the Steelers. Right. No. Okay, who do we think's better out of Blunt and Palomalu? Let's do that first. Well, Blunt didn't make my list, and Palomalu did. Yeah, so I, here. I think Palomalu's better. See, I'm the other way. Blunt made my list, and yeah. Palomalu didn't. <laughs> but then, what, Cam has Palomalu right. Yeah. And Drew I think Palomalu. all of us, but Uncle Doug do. Yes. Right. So Uncle Doug's in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what we're saying here is, is uh, Palomalu makes the list. Yeah. We're okay. just, we're just talking about Woodson and Blunt at this point. Okay. I think That's good for I, me. I can go on with that. All right. Okay. All right. Well, if he can sacrifice Blunt Ray, you need to get off the Joe Green train. <laughs> 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 well, I think Paul Molly would be the first Steeler. I thought me and Joe Green would be the first one. Yeah. Well, let's let's just wait and wrap that one back around and let's see no. which one I can He's take number off. one. He's number one. <laughs> He's number one. We're not leaving. Me and Joe Green is going on this list. He was number one on five lists and zero on yours. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he didn't get a touchdown at D tackle. (laughs) This is like when we do the Colts and you put like like John Harbaugh over Peyton Manning. It's just be like no, (laughs) I'm not on. No, I'm not smoking crack here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can Uh, do that. I'll put Me and Joe Green on mine. So we're at Mean Joe Green and Troy Palomalu. Okay. Yeah. We got it. I somewhere. can do that. All right. Uh, everybody need a towel to wipe off that sweat? Or <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got two on. Uh, so are we still going with. Uh, all right. So now we got to go. Should we settle the linebacker debate? Are we putting Woodson in? Should well, we come back to yeah? Let's come back to spot. DBs. Let's, let's come back to them and see if we want to add another DB to the list, or we just want to leave it at one. Do we, agree, that, that do we agree? We want one of the iconic linebackers, or do you want Ray and Cameron's running back? Well, I don't have either one of the linebackers on my list. You don't have really? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed. I had Mike, I had Mike Webster. All right, how oh, many had right. who, who had Lambert? Me and yeah, then we had him. Or yeah, yeah I, I had him. Oh, I you had and me had him. Then I had an offensive lineman, and he had a quarterback. Okay. Cam, Cam had yes. a quarterback, sorry. I'm willing to give up Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> 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 he just okay. Thank you. opinion for me. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal I should have made. <laughs> um, All right, we cross Roethlisberger off. Our first cross-off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so well, Green and Palomalu are in. Yes, yeah. correct. And Blunt and Roethlisberger are out. Well, is that what we decided? We haven't decided they're out. We decided to pause. Pause. We're going to come it. back to defensive backs, I think. All right. Yeah, we're it. coming back. Th- one of them's going to get in, I think. All right. Now we're just well, fighting. Yeah. So I would say, are we going to sneak in because there was one offensive lineman and what, two running backs? Yes. Those were, okay. So do you want to give up Webster? You were the only one to put him on the list. I, I am the only one to put him on the list. Now, let me ask you guys this, though. <laughs> I don't uh, this this is going to be the first I think of of many situations like this. Are we discounting him because he's an <laughs> offensive lineman and that's boring? Well, in the Mount Rushmore <laughs> the Steelers 
do you think of Webster? I don't. I don't really think offensive linemen when I think of Steelers. Now, no. when, now when we talk about the Jaguars, they're only Hall of Famers, they're old linemen. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> if we have a Browns conversation, I will think of Joe Thomas. Yes. Or I the Ravens and Jonathan Ogden. Yes, correct. You know, things like that. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't think of Webster. Now, I, I don't think he's a bad person to put on your list. He's one of the greatest offensive linemen ever. Right. He's a great center. So I'm, I, I think it's a good thing that we brought him up and had a conversation about him. But to me, he doesn't make Matt, the Mount Rushmore of the Steelers. Well, let me ask you this. How many guys, I'm not even talking about Joe Green, other than Joe Green, how many of the guys in this room other than Joe Green and Webster are in the conversation for greatest ever at their position? Who would you say besides Green and Webster? Yeah. Uh, Woodson, uh, Paul Malo's probably somewhere in the top three. Um, so you just made our list. There you go. That's my <laughs> list. That's all four of my guys. Sorry. Wow, that was <coughs> sneaky. <laughs> I was getting ready to list off a bunch of players. He just stopped me. All right. I, I can give up Mike Webster. Thank God. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> you made it sound like I just left Joe Green off my list. <laughs> I feel like, in a way, Franco Harris represents him for like his accomplishments. I guess he also gets those accomplishments because he helped block for that's, Franco. That's Harris. a good point. That's, Cam. A, that's good a good point. point man. Yeah. yeah. All the credit usually goes to the running back, but then the running back, when you ask him, will put credit for his lineman if he's a good running back. So let me yeah. ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this though, guys. We're now down to only one offensive player. Roethlisberger and Webster both have now left. Okay. Do we do we need to consider an offensive player making this list? Well, if it is, it should probably be Harris. I mean, yeah. Harris is the only one left, so it has to be Harris at this point. Okay. Hmm. Uh, uh, if we're going to put an offensive player. I'm not saying we have to answer that question exactly right now, but it's something to think about. Are we going to have four defensive players? This might be the franchise to do that with. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. he also does have maybe the most famous play in NFL history, yeah. in the Immaculate Reception. That's true. And he was the main part of their entire offense. He was the face, I mean, the face of the offense, I mean, for quite a while. I mean, Bradshaw was good, but he just yeah. had, Bradshaw was a little that's, that's the thing. <laughs> Bradshaw, <had> Bradshaw <laughs> was good. That That is, you're saying it right, right. there. Yeah. Bradshaw was good. He was not great. Right. He was not elite. Yeah. Yeah. He did what he needed. He knew his role, yes. and he did what he needed to do for the Steelers to win. He could fling in a million yards downfield to his two Hall of Fame receivers every once in a while. Right. And hand the ball off and not yeah. turn it over too much. Yeah, Although agree. he went through periods of time where he turned the ball over a lot. Yes. And he was benched four times in his career, like where they had the backup playing. Because they went on to win Super Bowls during a couple of those years, I believe. <laughs> yes. So He just came back in later. All right. So... All right, who's, who's left overall that we, we haven't have crossed off? We, okay, so we have Joe Green and Palomalu, okay. Woodson and Blount, Harris, Ham, and Lambert. So we need to decide between the linebackers. Which okay. linebacker we're going to argue against Harris? Well, as far yeah. as the Mount Rushmore of who you think of, I would say Lambert over Ham. But I just wanted to talk about Ham because I think he's better than Lambert. And back to what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. He is maybe the greatest as a <laughs> linebacker of all time. Um, but as, as far as who you think of, you think of Lambert before Ham, if that's how you want to go about it. But I think Ham is better. 
but I will give up ham so we're not here forever if that's what people want to do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, Ham is the better player. Just, I mean, that's what we're going for here, the better player. Well, what what makes him opinion. the better player, Ray? Well, I mean, the stats here are just off the charts. You keep saying that, but you're not <laughs> giving well, me I mean, anything. Well, I mean, what am I supposed to do? And if you say fucking touchdowns, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> does he have more touchdowns? Right? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you said it for me. I mean, I could sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I watched him every week, and he was such a great player, but that would be fantasy because I wasn't born that <laughs> would be fantasy. That, that's true. That's so, true. I mean, that's all I have to go against is the stats here, and Ham is a way you got way better stats than uh, Mr. Popular Lambert there. Way better stats? I think they're, they're a little bit little what, better. What Again, stats are way better? His oh, playoff stats go. are better. I did look at that. His playoff stats, he has a bunch more interceptions and... Stuff like that. Or at least a few more, anyway. See, again, we're at a place where we don't have tackles. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, can be yeah. solved very easily. We're talking easily. about linebackers, and we don't have tackles. Well, I think a lot, one of the big things with Ham was he could do more on the field than Lambert. Not that Lambert was bad at anything, but Ham was a little more versatile <coughs> from what I, all the stuff I read. He was more athletic and could do more on the field overall. But then Lambert had other qualities that Ham didn't, such as leadership and... Iconic moments. In- insanity. And yes. He was insane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's, do we want to, I don't know. I think the pick a direction Bears here. fan of me is why I pick Lambert, the crazy middle well, I mean, Lambert's still one of the greatest linebackers ever, so we're not going to pick a bad one either way. Well, here's my, here's, here's my thing, guys. Um, obviously, you know, uh, you know, none of us at least, I don't know how much you got to see him play, hold on, watched these guys play. Because, you know, we weren't even thought of yet. Um, why do we think Lambert is more popular? And why do we think Lambert has so many more accolades? Accolades? I mean, because he's more popular. Popular because he was <coughs> the captain in the middle linebacker of the best team of that generation. And he was one of the most crazy-looking human beings anyone had ever seen. <laughs> well, like, with, with accolades and stuff like that, some of his accolades from being popular. Like, if you just look at accolades, like, well, Derrick Rose has the same amount of MVPs as Shaq. That doesn't mean they're on the same level. Like, but, like it's just, I don't know. It's tricky. There's a lot more details that go into it. I'll say, in the 70s, when you saw that defense, you feared Mean Joe Green. You feared Lambert. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to put I it. I mean... That's that's why I think he is such a face of the franchise, and and I I'm not disputing what you say at all about Ham. Ham was the more athletic, and um, could do more things. But Lambert just, man, was just crazy. <laughs> he uh, he just went after people and yes, like you say that that whole scene with the kicker and the Cowboys and. I mean, yeah, after that, the body slams him down the ground. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers just loved him after yeah. that forever. Well, didn't they rally after that and came yes, back and win? Yes, they did. Um, they were flat and not doing well, and then when he went off, the Steelers came back. Well, here, here's what I'll say. I, although I think Ham is a little bit better, I do think Lambert is quite a bit more popular and iconic. So... Ham being a smidge bit better probably is doesn't overtake Lambert's popularity in him being a Steelers icon. So I'm cool with Lambert over Ham if we go that direction. Ray? Yeah, that's cool. 
<laughs> we'll go that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a linebacker, we've got a D tackle, and a safety. And a safety. So we need to make up our minds on another defensive back or Franco Harris. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that what we came down to pretty much? Yeah. Oh, so I thought what's we were in Blunt or Harris? I thought we were going to argue Harris or Lambert. Well, well, we, have, we just we decided have Her- Lambert's on. Well, we. Didn't we? I think so. Well, <laughs> you and Wade. Well, apparently not. Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I well, know. Um, you had Lambert already on your I list. know. I, I, I didn't <laughs> what? know what we were doing. <laughs> I think Lambert's on now. I thought we were just selling the linebacker it's, discussion and then bringing it in. We wrote Lambert down, right, Alex? I mean, I did. I thought that's what we decided, but if Ray's not in, or if... Uh, Whoa! <laughs> in, then we can't. It has to be unanimous. Well, no, and we haven't heard Cam's opinion here either. No, I'm in. He's on my list. I just, <laughs> okay. okay. Cam, are you cool with Lambert? I'm, I'm cool with it. Okay, so we got three out of the four. So we are down to three guys for one spot. Woodson, Blount, and Harris. Hmm. Woodson, Blount, and Harris. Well, do we want to settle the DB discussion and then... We tried once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to try until we get Um I'm just sitting here thinking about, I mean, Woodson was really good, but again, he did leave, and some of his stuff was elsewhere. Blunt was really good, and they changed rules for him and stuff. True. But in Pittsburgh, if you're in Pittsburgh and you ask about great Steelers, I think they're going to say Franco Harris before they say Mel Blunt. I think you might be right, and I think they might say Franco Harris before Woodson too. So are uh, we seeing a uh, a pattern form here that you know popularity is going to play a role in these lists? I, I think it does a little bit. I think it does a I little bit. I think your team yeah. has to love you for them to put you in their hierarchy of being their top four player of all time or meaningful because Mount Rushmore is not as I mean, it talent. is. It is just not. being good. Some part of it is being good, but part of it is being meaningful to the franchise. Like, yes, yes. I mean, you're the you're the Steeler fan, Cam. I mean, th- Franco's on your list for a reason. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not somebody you would have seen. No. So no, I mean, time. you know, you. I I don't know. I think maybe we should put one offensive player on. I yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way. Probably not a terrible idea to put one on. <laughs> and it's not like it's a reach. I think they're all on a similar level as far as importance to the Steelers. Franco might be more important just as far as just to the Steelers and what he did on that specific team than the other two. Um, when the whole offense runs through you on four Super Bowls, maybe yeah. you should be on the top four. I guess here's a question. Do, do the Steelers win four Super Bowls without Franco? Or do they still win them? I mm. guess I guess sh- that boils down to how good you think Rocky Blair was. Yeah, he wasn't that good. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I really like Rocky, and his, it's a really cool story. But he wasn't as good as Franco Harris. <laughs> I guess that's settled. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I say this? He averaged more yards a carry for his career than uh, 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 Franco yes. Harris. That's tricky. Scat backs usually have higher, like, um, like I'm trying to think of a good example. Kind of like Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott this year. Yeah, the guy that g- takes the pounding is not going to average. Only like four or five of those have ever done that. 
like Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Jamal Charles, and there's like one other person I'm missing that have carry the ball all the time and average for five yards per carry. Most of them are in the low to mid fours. Emmett Smith's barely even averages four yards per oh carry, God, and he's the all time leading rusher. Don't even get me started. Yeah, and he averages more than Jerome Bettis. I'm I'm honestly looking forward to the Cowboys episode because there's a lot of hate for the Cowboys <laughs> in this room. <laughs> it's gonna be like the LeBron episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> That's going to be tough. No, Alex, what you should be waiting for is the freaking Packer episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You, you you had a lot of sadness in your heart for the Packers. Because they own your franchise. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> 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 uh, Drew will probably just say, there are none on the Packers. <laughs> There's no Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Wait till you see where I put Tom Brady on New England. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, is he like my top 11? Yeah. <laughs> 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 God. So did we just make a decision, guys? I'm cool with so. Franco Harris. I'll uh, take I'm cool with Franco Harris on, yeah. 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 I think it's a good pick. Well, I think, you know, we ended up on Harris here, but I think we gave some of these other guys, Ham and 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 Blount and Woodson, I think we gave them some good PR. Yeah. You know, we yeah. we we, we gave them their due, you know. We discussed it. We we talked about their accolades and their achievements and such. I, I don't think we uh, you know, I think we talked Sydney about every things. every main guy throughout their history. I think it was at least brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We briefly touched on the receivers. Uh, we talked about Bradshaw uh, for a short period there. Um, we didn't talk about Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, which is fine. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> well, not needed. Uh, <laughs> you, you brought up Al- Alan Fanica. Yes. Yeah. Um, I brought up James Harrison, who was a defensive player of the year. Yeah, one yeah. of the best players in the NFL for a while. Like. Yeah, we brought up a, a bunch of linebackers there very briefly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. Have we did we miss any you know big time Hall of Famers? Um, I mean, I'm sure we missed a couple Hall of Famers, but I think we got all the main ones that people think of. I got a question for you guys. Are there any current Steelers that you could see later on in their careers? T.J. Watts. T.J. Watt yeah. will have a list T. if he stays Watt. healthy. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And he's he just have he's like got a chance. Twenty six. Mm-hmm. He's already got a defense player mm-hmm. of the year. He's he's yeah. nasty. He's gonna yeah. I was gonna say, I think being healthy is his biggest problem. I think if he can stay healthy, he's mm-hmm. on the right path. But if he can't, then he's he might turn out like his brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's well, JJ might still be number one on the Texans. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the Texans. That's the difference. JJ can have the second half of his career be marred with injuries and still make his you know number one on his list because he plays for the Texans. For J- TJ, it won't work because he plays for the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. With all the guys we just talked about who are, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah. So, all right. So, to re- to repeat, our four Steelers for the Steelers Mount Rushmore are Mean Joe Green, Troy Palomalu, Jack Lambert, and Franco Harris. So, three of the four of them played in the 70s Steelers and won four Super Bowls. Um, three of the four of them played defense. Um, we have a defensive back, a linebacker, a defensive tackle, and a running back. So I'd be interested to see if this is the only franchise we don't have a quarterback. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, the just mentioned Texans. Though. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put, you know. Matt Schaub? Come on, dude. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was the weakest. Uh, I guess the Bears don't have any good quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, we don't have a single pass <laughs> over 4,000 <laughs> yards. Sid Luckman. 
Probably the best one. <laughs> he is the best. He's on well, the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you right now, if anyone puts Troy Aikman on, Jay Cutler better be going on. <laughs> Jay Cutler has better stats than Troy Aikman. Look him up. Oh, my goodness. One just played with Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith, and one played with just Brandon Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. If somebody puts Aikman on, they better put Jay Cutler on. That's awesome. I love that. Well, does anybody have any tidbits to add before we wrap up the Steelers portion of this episode? Uh, well, I was just going to name a couple guys that were at the very, very end. Uh, Joey Porter, Carnell Lake. I forgot about Carnell Lake. Carnell Lake was a great yeah. safety. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Shell. Yeah. Uh, Jack Butler. Uh, see Greg Lloyd, Ernie Stotner. I don't think that was the rest of the people that we didn't name. All right. Well, thanks, Ray. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything before I have to close it up? I'm good. No, I'm good. No, no crazy Steeler facts from you, Cam? No, not not right now. Anyway. All right. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more thing. Oh, oh, okay. oh, no. One more thing. Fuck you, Cordell Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man, like you'd, you'd think he met the Colts in the playoffs or something. Yeah, <laughs> and just strolled right out of bounds, came back in That was back when he was Slash, and he was really yeah, good. Yeah. That wasn't when he was a full-time quarterback. <laughs> you said when he was really good? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So good he's on the list. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say he was on the list. Does not move on? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's some great, there's some great sound bites from Ray in here. We should, we should put together a clip. <laughs> All right, well that will wrap up our Steelers portion of this episode, and move us into the first round of football trivia. Ooh. All right, Drew. Uh, Drew, what's I'm up, buddy? Just like always. Always. Cameron, do you want to participate in trivia? That is the question. You got a board, man. You can go ahead. Well, we can try. All right. Believe me, dude, I'm telling you, I was in last place <laughs> last time we did basketball, and I got no shame about it. So <laughs> you might as well just play the game, too. All right. I beat him over 40. <laughs> <laughs> it was a what big NFL big. franchise is older than the state they play in? Okay. Mm. Whoa. Older than the state they play in? There's nobody in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Damn it. Uncle Doug knows something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. This sucks. I, uh, I got a guess anyway. All right. I don't even know, man. Quiet. All right, the original Ooh. 13 colonies. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> the original. All right, I got an answer. All right, I wrote something down. Everybody got an answer? Uh, Damn it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, let's see them. All right, I put the Cardinals. Okay. I put the Cardinals. Okay. Put the Lions. Okay. I had no idea, so I just took a guess with, like, the Oilers. Okay. Before they were the Texans. And I said the Oakland Raiders. The Cardinals. Yeah. Ooh. Look at that. Boom shot. I think they came out in, like, 18, 
they, they're one of the original, one of the oldest franchises. <coughs> and, of course, they're in Arizona now. And Arizona didn't become <laughs> a state until, I think, 1912. So, yeah, mm. so Wade is not leading in trivia. Hey, <laughs> Alex, we're ahead of him. That's right. I'm whooping Wade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last time, remember, you were winning for like the first two months. Until we changed the rules. No, no. I was not cheating. You were cheating. No, I wasn't. It was, we made it very clear. After we all caught you and whooped you afterwards. I mean, <laughs> I still finished third. <laughs> I was saying the third's not first. You're right. It's not. Neither <laughs> second. Right. Yeah, but I was in like last before that, and I was like, do 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 do. Anyway, um, wait, are you up? I am. All right. What was the New York Jets' original name? The Turds. <laughs> I just write Jets. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I didn't know they had a name before the Jets. Oh, man. I got to guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they updated. <laughs> Helicopters. Uh, huh. Oh, man. Wow, this is... All right, I got to guess. It's purely a guess, though. Um. Anybody else? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, one second. I don't know. I'm just going to go with this. All right. Okay. Everybody got one? Yeah. yeah. I right. said the Warriors. Okay. I said the Titans. Okay. I said the Linemen. Okay. No idea, so I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> and I said the Jet Planes. Well, Uncle Doug has a bigger lead. It is the New York Titans. Mm. How did you know that? <laughs> I, I, I've seen the old throwbacks. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? So, okay. Alex, you are no longer in first place. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still ahead of you, Wade. <laughs> oh. I already have a championship. I don't have to. <laughs> you or me, Ray? <clears throat> you or me, Ray? Uh, let's see here. You go ahead. All right. I'll go. All right. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers were founded in 1933, but they were not the Steelers until 1940. What were they originally? Oh, oh God. You guys are asking some updated questions. <laughs> <laughs> um. <coughs> oh. uh, I have no As a matter of fact, the Roonies owned them then, too. Oh, did they? They're, cool, they're the only owners of the Steelers. <coughs> that, is, that is pretty cool. Huh. Wow, this is... I have no idea, though. I wrote something down. Um, I wrote something down. All right, I got something. Ray? Yeah, go ahead. I again said the Warriors. <laughs> said the Pirates. Yeah. Said the Workers. <laughs> the workers. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go steel mills. Okay, right. I said steel workers. <laughs> Weight is on the board. Woo! <laughs> it was the pirates. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Where's that lead at, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's coming home. Hey, um, <laughs> we've given out four points already this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's not something we did in basketball. Just some crazy ass old questions. <laughs> too. Yeah, I know. Ray, is that you, buddy? Yep. 
Okay, here we go. Who is the leading wide receiver in Ravens history among their draft picks? And we're going by receiving yards. Do tight ends count? I would I would say so. Okay. Okay, so hold on. We're asking who has the most yards? Who is the leading wide receiver in Ravens history? Among the draft picks, no signing, no. Oh, so sign, only players they the drafted. Just the draft picks, yeah. Okay, just gotcha. Draft picks. Gotcha. I have a, <coughs> someone in mind, but I don't know if they were drafted by them or not. Yeah, that's rough. <coughs> ah, I got one. I'm just gonna guess somebody that I know played for them. I got mine. I'm I'm drawing a blank, so just go on. Okay. <laughs> I gotta guess. I said Hollywood Brown. I said Andrews. I said Todd Heap. I also said Mark Andrews. It is Tory Smith with oh. three thousand oh. five hundred oh, and ninety one receiving. <laughs> I was thinking about Alex, but I couldn't remember if he was drafted there. You remember Derek Mason? I do. Yeah. He was really good. I think he got drafted by the Titans. Oh, see, I couldn't remember where he got drafted. That's yeah. that was my hold up. But I know he, uh, he had a, Smith. He played there at yeah, one I point. I forgot about old Tory. He was there with Flacco, wasn't he? Yes. Damn Flacco. Yeah, and he actually <laughs> won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Yeah. I won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. <laughs> uh, I think he did. I, I think, think he won the there. Super I think he, he made a big catch in there. Didn't he return a kick? That was Jacoby Jones. No, yeah. Against the Broncos. They had, and then the Champ Bailey gave up like a 90-yard touchdown to uh, Torrey Smith for them to beat Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really remember. pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cam, did you want to ask a question or no? Yeah, I think I got one. All right. All right. Doug par- gave part of the answer earlier, If you, I guess you remember, but when did the Pittsburgh Steelers join the NFL? Or, like, I guess the they, the when did they become a team or when did yeah. they join the NFL? When they joined the NFL. You want the year? So when they were the Pirates. Okay. All right. When they were the Pirates. Hmm. No, the entire date. Because he gave you the year. So. Oh, you want the date? Oh, yeah. oh, the day. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Month, month, day, year. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. Well, let's just put something down here. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. You got 365. Wow. Yeah. I forgot the year. Damn, that's even worse than one of my ass burning questions. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I got something written down. I got a whole date here. All right, I got one. Month, day, year. I got. I got one. Yeah, I'm ready. <coughs> it's a pure guess. All right. Is that everybody? Yep. If I get this, I'm going to yell so loud. <laughs> I said Halloween of 41. I said September 7th of 33. I said March 17th of 33. I said July 19th, 1933. Well, I said April 3rd or whatever year he said. Because <laughs> I <didn't remember>. <laughs> <laughs> Drew was the closest. It's July 8th, 1933. Mm. Oh. Dang. I'm not giving you a point, Drew. <laughs> it's all right. I'll catch you. <laughs> <laughs> I got 31 more episodes. <laughs> All right, I guess that's me, huh? Well, we talked about Roethlisberger um, oh boy. coming in as a rookie and doing his thing and you know winning the Super Bowl early in his career. But um, who did he replace as a starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Got it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wade knew it. Boom. I thought you were going to ask how many games he won. Though. All right, I'm waiting. 15? <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna feel so dumb if I'm wrong. Oh crap! 
I think I know who it is. Come on, Cam. Think it. Think it through. You got it. Actually, you're probably pretty young. <laughs> you might not have really known. No. Wait, you guys are what, 18? Yeah. Yeah, you probably were like, well, well what year did Rossberg <clears throat> come in? They were, they might have. Oh, I don't remember now. So how many years did Rossberg play? I bet he played at least like was, 16. I think it was 18. Eight. Oh. So oh. They oh. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Why don't you guys remember? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Because we weren't around. <laughs> I'll give it a guess. True. Your excuses, they fall on deaf ears. <laughs> Alright, I gotta guess. <laughs> if Wade oh. gets this, I'm gonna be so irritated. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that, doesn't that mean he bad <sighs> <with> you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that everybody? Yeah. Alright, what we got? Everybody go first. I said Cordell Stewart. I said Drew Bloodsoe. I know this is completely wrong, but Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture in my head, but I don't know his name. I said O'Donnell. Hmm. I said Tommy Maddox. It is Tommy Maddox. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Can't even let me lead for one way, can you? Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so after this week's tallies, these scores are as follows. Ray and Drew have a big goose egg. <laughs> as normal. Alex has I'll be back. <laughs> Alex has one. And Wade and Doug each have two. So a tie for the lead between Wade and Doug. All right. At least I can say I was in first for a while. (laughs) And we appreciate you tuning in and listening to our Pittsburgh Steelers episode. And we we would appreciate if you tune in next week to listen to our Cleveland Browns episode. Yes, the Cleveland Browns. We'll try and come up with four players from that franchise. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks for tuning in to Sports the Nemo Way.